very happy to welcome you to a new episode of the Past Lives Podcast. Today I have a special episode ready for you uh, because I would like to get a chance to make a short summary of all the topics touched so far and more importantly I would like to talk about how do all these topics prove the importance and the influence of the past for the present as well as the necessity of getting to know our past. So let's go down the memory lane together. In the very first season of this podcast I conducted several interviews with people about whom I know they have been through past life recollection experiences with the purpose of having them share their experience with us. In order to get a better understanding on how do such past recollections using the Pratiloma method of regression work. If you are curious about how that went and how each individual interview went, please check the full interviews in season 1. Later on, in season 2, I extracted the most important ideas that were talked about in the interviews and I elaborated these in detail using the teachings from the master's book that also teaches the Pratiloma method. Let's look together at what these ideas were. We first talked about the benefits of using this method and about the fact that these benefits may be clustered in three different areas for three main successive purposes. First, applying the technique to understand the causes of life situations. Second, applying the regression technique as a therapeutical method. And third, for personal or spiritual development through knowledge of past lives. One very important aspect from this first cluster of benefits was the idea that in all reigns of life, including the human one, everything repeats in cycles. Generally, we hardly become aware or notice these cycles because the repetitive events in our life take place at longer periods of time. Both wanted and unwanted events repeat themselves in some form or another in our lives, whether we are aware of this or not. We can actually know our fate if we can grasp the cycles and the frequency of these cycles of events from our past because, as we well know, there is nothing new under the sky. Everything repeats itself. One of the most important characteristics of the Pratiloma technique is that it creates a specific state of consciousness that allows for the revelation and the understanding from a different perspective of subtle aspects of the important events from the past that influence our present. In normal conditions, these information are not accessible. I also highlighted the idea that when we become aware of the repetitive elements in our current life, we also understand the nature of the forces that shape our fate. This helps us to become more prepared or better prepared for what comes next or to change anything that we are able to change. Further on, I talked about a set of 11 benefits resulted from applying the regression technique as a therapeutical method and these benefits go from getting awareness of the emotional states as a physiological process, getting awareness of the causes of psychosomatic disorders helping in the eradication of the destructive mental patterns, getting additional treatment for overcoming addictions, or just treatment, in case um, you're not getting any other treatment, uh, healing intrauterine traumas, healing birth trauma, getting postnatal depression treatment, getting help in the dissolution of trauma related to loss or abandonment, accessing events from previous lives, contributing to betterment of family relations up to 
Vitality Restoration. As for the last cluster of benefits, if these are not enough already, using the Pratiloma Regression Method for the personal or spiritual development through knowledge of past life, some of the most important ideas discussed here were the fact that spiritual development can be achieved by understanding causality and by accessing high meditative or existential states that we had reached in previous lives, before we enter the cycle of reincarnations. As well as the fact that from a spiritual perspective, knowledge obtained through recollections does not refer to an intentional evocation of lost events or information, but rather the evocation and the re-experiencing of that particular state free of trauma or distressful excitations, which reveals itself only after the complete dissolution of the traumas. Then, the primordial pure nature of consciousness will shine together with the evocation of that atemporal state which had been covered by the memories. Further exploration on this subject is part of more advanced levels of Pratilomayana. If you'd like to find out more details about these topics, please check again the first episode of Season 2 where we address each of these topics in detail. And we are um, discussing in detail about all the benefits that this method um, brings. Now, let's move on to the topics uh, discussed in the second episode in which we talked about the effects of emotions on health. Here, one of the most surprising facts that's worth being mentioned again is that 90% of our decisions are based on how we feel. And the rational factor reaches a maximum of... 10%. Experts were looking for answers in proving that subconscious emotions exist and the most conclusive findings were the trauma-related phobias. Thinking and acting emotions determines not only our behavior but also how we identify the situation and process the information as well as our decision-making process. It is of utmost importance to mention that all these abilities that we use in our everyday life get influenced by our emotional state. Since emotions are, in fact, impulses for action, they will only produce reactions in accordance to their quality. Hence, unfavorable situations make us angry and we start blaming others. Fear blocks the perception of the stimuli and the correct processing of information, Irritability makes us intolerable and so on. We can say that people pay more attention to things that are harmonious uh, than to their momentary emotions. Therefore, people lead and influence their and others, not just theirs, lives through their own emotional states, whether they are positive or negative. The load of the energetical blockages are gradually increased by the negative emotional energies. As we discussed so far, there is a great potential uh, vital force that is latent in our emotional blockages and in the case in which we succeed to process and to transform these suppressed energies, we reintegrate not only the blocked energy, but we also obtain a constructive acknowledgement um, or an awareness. Thus, there is a great potential of latent vital force in our emotional blockages containing these compressed negative emotions. Each reactivation loads the energetic blockages even more, thus strengthening the patterns of behavior resulted from trauma. 
In other words, each negative emotion increases the energy, energetic blockage and strengthens the negative patterns of behavior. To all intents and purposes, energetic blockages are nothing but malign tumors in the energetic system which feed off of negative emotions and weaken the energies in other parts of the body or um, in our organism. Our will to live, our life goals, our ability to solve problems will decrease in intensity with the same ratio as the negative energy load present in our emotional energy blockage. The concluding idea of this episode was the fact that if the blockages are completely unlocked and the energies are released, a spectacular regeneration takes place even if there were more serious distortions in the organism. In such situations, the vital force that had been distorted and blocked transforms itself into positive emotional energies of pure, unaltered vitality. It is uh, important to understand that such blockages were not only made in the current life, but also in the past lives lived before, and we are carrying these with us, life by life. That is why this is another important argument why we should get to know our past, because it directly influences our present and the quality in which we are able to live the present. If you'd like to find out more details about these topics, please check again the second episode of Season 2, where we address the topic of emotions in detail. In Episode 3, we made a short comparison between different therapy methods, and then in the fourth episode we again discussed a very important idea <laughs> – uh, we talked about signs that we are experiencing suffering, about the effects of traumas from the current and from past lives in our current life and how we can overcome that. My motivation for this particular episode was driven from my own experience that I had in which I was literally surprised to find out, at least first on a theoretical level, that I was suffering well, without even knowing it. I considered it a normal state when, in fact, it was not normal at all. It's actually a, a challenging paradox. How can you know if you suffer if you do not know how it feels like not to suffer? I think it worth revising all these symptoms in the hope that you can also test yourself based on your own current state. Let's go through them together. I have 17 examples prepared for you. Uh, please do check, uh, and it's important to be honest with yourself when you do this assessment. Please check it for yourself if you're uh, suffering from any of these symptoms. Um, stress, which is an overall weakening uh, factor uh, uh, for the whole organism. Loss of initiative and ability to visualize. Partial or total loss of focus. Chronic pessimism, unexplained body aches, isolation and separation tendencies, um, then loss of self-confidence, a feeling of groundless shame. So all these things which I'm, re which I'm reading here for you from, from this list of symptoms, uh, they are not normal states. We have then a permanent state of fear associated with the expectation of an imminent danger, uh, the lack of plans and perspective, Memory disruptions or perpetually memory flashes. Loss of memories um, from early childhood experiences also belong here. Uh, of course, if you have repetitive nightmares or insomnia, that's also a sign. Then uh, disproportionate emotional responses uh, like um, anger tantrums and depression. 
um, stoic resignation, bluntness, and a chronic lack of live of sorry a chronic lack of will to live. Somatized sexual inhibitions and disturbances. Then we have the entire spectrum of psychosomatic illnesses, and it's funny because yeah, kind of all illnesses are psychosomatic. Then a strong tendencies to alcohol use or drug addiction, self-blaming, guilty conscience, and the recurrent uh, suicidal thoughts. The good news is that all the above symptoms can be cured. And they can only be cured after the deeply rooted traumatized memory had been brought to the light of the consciousness from the subconscious part and the traumatized person would have been able to process and reintegrate the distorted emotions into their personality. This is another argument that supports yet again the idea of how important it is that we get to know our past in order to discover all the sources for the deeply rooted traumas there to process them so that we can reevaluate or transform their negative influence on our present. Moving on to the fifth episode of this season, there we addressed a more positive and optimistic topic, that of the importance of forgiveness. Sincere forgiveness is the indisputable proof of a noble soul. In this episode, I highlighted the idea that once the soul had been uh, rebalanced with the help of forgiveness, the person can free himself from the emotional shackles creating so much unnecessary suffering. In the spiritual life, the exercise of forgiveness plays a decisive role since, according to spiritual teachings, the first beneficiary of forgiveness is the forgiver himself. By freeing the other person through forgiveness, one frees himself. Another uh, idea that's worth mentioning again is that of the effects of forgiveness uh, from regression experiences. And I believe that um, it worth going through these ideas again because it might also help you to understand how you can experience certain positive aspects of your life again. So, so let's look at them once again. Once the trauma created by fear is dissolved, you can experience love again. Once uh, the traumas uh, created by rejection are dissolved, that might be a highly um, a popular topic, um, when this trauma related to rejection is dissolved, then correct self-appraisal returns. Neutralizing the traumas that cause anger uh, restores vitality. Traumas that create processes, processes of consciousness, once removed, give way to joy of living, Traumas that create hatred, once dissolved, give way to acceptance and compassion. Traumas that create pride, once dissolved, give way to humbleness and gratitude. Dissolving the traumas that create sadness opens the way to trust. Dissolving the traumas that create bitterness gives a glimpse of uh, life's purpose. Yeah, and who, who doesn't want to have a clear and focused uh, life purpose? or to even know what the purpose of their life is. The question is, uh, how can you obtain all these effects if you're not aware of the traumas that had been suppressed in your subconscious part from this current and from the past lives? The ideas in this episode also supports, uh, yet again as argument, the fact that it's crucial for us to get to know our past. As a conclusion, after going through all these topics, it is important to mention that yes, 
It's true, we cannot change the past, that's for sure. However, what we can change uh, is the influence of the past on the present. The past is active in the present, it's basically present in the present, and it has its effects in the current life. In addition to this, um, it's good to also be aware of the cyclic repetition of events in our life. As I stated in the beginning of the episode, we can actually know our own fate if we can grasp the cycles and the frequency of the cycles of events in our lives. The potentiality of the events in the future has its source in the choices that we make in the present and in the deeds that we have done in the past. These three aspects of the time dimension being totally interdependent. In our next episode, we will discuss in detail about how exactly we can achieve this. And I will talk in detail about what the Pratiloma regression method is, how it works and how it can be used. So far we talked to people about their experiences in using this method and now you will also find out more technical details about it. And I'm looking forward to present this to you next time. If you'd like to reach out or if you have any questions or would like to share your own experience regarding past life recollections, please drop a line at ask at pastlife-knowledge.uk The email address is also written in the description of the episode. For now, I thank you again for being with me today too. I'm looking forward, as always, to welcome you again next week for a new episode in which, as promised earlier, we will talk about the Pratiloma regression method in detail. Have a nice week ahead!